Hello, everyone, and welcome to His Only Vice, the film podcast where we talk about the movies that shaped us. Um, thank you guys for um, responding to the first episode, um, loving it, liking it, giving me feedback. Um, I'm so excited again to go on this journey with you guys. It has truly been a blast, and it's only been one episode. Can you even believe? Um, you guys are in for a real treat today. I have one of my favorite people in the world. Um, she's one of the smartest, funniest, coolest people I've ever met. Um, she's my little treat from down under. It's Talia Camilleri. Talia, how are you? Wow, what an intro. Thank you so much. Of course, you deserve it all. Um, <laughs> Talia, let the listeners know, where is that accent from? I am from Australia. Mm. I, I was born in and spent the first eight years of my life in um, Western Sydney, West Sydney. And then I moved to the Gold Coast uh, um, in Queensland, which is a bit further north, a bit more tropical. Okay, love that. Mm. Um, I, of course, knew that about you, but yes. the <laughs> listeners might not have. Um, we picked an um, Australian movie today, of course, with Sting on Brand. Um, but I like to start like getting to know my guest. Um, I, of course, know many of these answers, but some of them I don't, and it'll be good for the guests to get to know you a little bit. Um, so, Talia... On this podcast, we like to start with the age-old question that no one wants to answer, which is, what's your favorite movie? I, yeah, I knew you were going to ask. It's so hard because I refused to pick one. Uh, that's okay because yeah. Taylor also <laughs> refused to pick one, so. Amazing. Um, I mean, if it was like nostalgic, I would say Harry Potter because it's just like, make, feels like home. But if okay. it's in terms of like... Which what, one? Um, I mean, maybe the first one. We are going to go like there. the most, most nostalgic. Okay. Um, My favorite Harry Potter movie, I think, is... Five, and I'm gonna get hate controversial. For that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Controversial. Um, um, but yeah, otherwise it's between like four and six. I love. I love. I really like four movie. too, but it, they really fucked up the adaption aspect. Yeah, it is totally. Like, I mean, but it's that just is like, like fun visually. Yeah, yeah, it's gorgeous. But yeah. they left out so much of the maze. I know the Sphinx. How dare they? Yeah, but yeah. anyway, yeah, Harry yeah, Potter will be for another time because no, we could go down that, a that's rabbit a whole hole with that. other rabbit hole. But the other one that comes to mind is actually we brought it up before, which is funny. But The Wolf of Wall Street. Oh yes, I just okay. love the way that um, Scorsese can put a movie together so outrageously, and there can be you know a scene with a hun- over a hundred people that are acting crazy and dancing and it's all like one big symphony and then there's other moments that are just between two people that are just as lively like um, the quaalude scene like the quaalude <laughs> yeah. scene but the one that always comes to my mind where i get to watch margot robbie lose her mind at leonardo dicaprio which is yeah. just fantastic and and you guys have to know that me and talia are addicted uh, to margot robbie addicted. J'adore. <laughs> J'adore. <laughs> robbie. yeah um especially you know being from pretty much the same place yeah. <laughs> of course. Yeah, her accent had me fooled. Oh, yeah. I yeah. had no idea she was Australian when I watched that movie. Yeah, I mean, no. I don't think most of the world knew who she was at that point. Yeah. Because um, at that point, she'd probably only done, like, Australian sitcoms or something. Um, you maybe. mean Neighbours? <laughs> neighbours? Neighbours? You don't know Neighbours? No. <gasps> Dylan. Oh, no. Is this an Australian cultural blind spot for me? So, okay. Let me let me tell you some, some cast members of Neighbours that oh you, God, you okay. may or may not be familiar with. Yeah. Nicole Kidman. Oh, yeah. I think I've heard of her. Have you heard of her? Oh, is this that soap opera? That... Yes. Okay, it's like yes. we have Home and Away and Neighbours. Yes, I think yes, 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 yes. Home yes, and Away yes. is a little bit more soapy. Um, and Neighbours is just kind of like, it's always on Channel 9 when when you're at home. Like, it's just on. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't tell you that I've actually watched a full episode, but yeah. you all, you everyone knows who it is. Um, I mean, speaking it is. of things from home, mm-hmm. 
We are fresh off of a Taika Waititi Oscar <gasps> win. Yes, we are. So happy. Tali and I also love Taika. Mm-hmm. Um, we just spent, I would say, probably 30 minutes before this podcast watching interviews with him, mm-hmm. um, which she um, exposed me to. Oh, and American audiences are, if you are not familiar with Mr. Waititi, his biggest movie is probably Thor Ragnarok. Absolutely, yeah. Which is why it's the funniest in the Marvel um, canon. Um, and it makes and, no sense if you don't know any Kiwi people. <laughs> right, <laughs> Like right, the funny parts. Right. Um, I, of course, thought it was hilarious because I love him. And I love that accent. Um, but he is the voice of Korg in that, and he also directed it. And um, he just won his Oscar for Jojo Rabbit, so. First Indigenous winner? Uh, second, second. Second. First Indigenous um, New Zealand winner. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Um, remind me what his um, Aboriginal um, he, roots are. Maori? He, no, he Ma- is Maori. Maori. Yes. Which is... Indigenous of New Zealand. New Zealand, that's right. That's yeah. Right, that's right. Um, and this is why we had you on, Talia, so that you could correct yeah. all the Americans on the, the terms. <laughs> yeah. Um, my, yeah, my mother is from New Zealand, so I lived for um, in New Zealand for a little while. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In I, I think school. I knew that. I mm-hmm. didn't know that. Yeah. Um, we love that. Um, and famously, Talia and I used to work together, and somebody asked her why her English was so good. Can oh you can God. you tell that story real quick, Absolutely, Talia? Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> um, someone, yeah, picked up on my accent. And it was when I had just moved to the to the US, so my accent was still pretty Australian. Um, and he, I remember he was from the Bronx. He was the sweetest guy, but you can tell that he's never left the Bronx or Manhattan. <laughs> <laughs> and he, yeah, he said, oh my God, where are you from? And then I was like, oh, I'm actually Australian. I just got here. And he was like, wow, you, you speak really great English and I was like thank you so much (laughs) and then he kind of took a second and he was like you you all speak English there too and I was like we do yeah we do I'm obsessed with that story I love it so much um another thing that you guys should know about me and Talia is we're addicted to accent videos I would say the last time we hung out before we watched the movie that we're going to talk about actually um we spent probably two hours like maybe more than the movie itself yeah. <laughs> watching like slang videos where we like trade off like american slang and australian slang and i thought a fun little bit would be um if we each teach the listeners today a fun regional slang word oh, absolutely mine is definitely creamy do you remember I, th- so I taught you this weird one and uncomfortable do you remember you that don't. one i i remember yeah actually it just came to my mind can I tell the definition of what I think it is? Yes, yeah. It's like a soft serve ice cream, yeah, right? Yeah, soft serve ice okay. cream. Okay. So in Vermont, we like weirdly Which is so call... harmless, but if you didn't know what it means, it sounds kind of vulgar. Yeah, it sounds <laughs> sexual as fuck. Yeah. But it is simply a soft serve ice cream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's a soft serve ice cream, and another regionalism would be Jimmy's, which is mm-hmm. like sprinkles. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think what of, are some my, of your faves? my favorite Australian ones. And y'all, there are crazy Australian slang. Yeah. And if you have never watched the show Kath and Kim, you can get a definition. I mean, you can get a... Um, oh, yeah. A bit of an insight. A real uh, download into Australian yeah. slang from the that. Fir- the first one that comes to mind that I never actually see on any of the, the slang videos, um, you know how they always do the one like Lad Bible, etc. Mm-hmm, I never see them talk about prawn. I don't know if it's because it's regionally from the Gold Coast or, or something, but... It's kind of vulgar. It's kind of disgusting. It shouldn't be used, but it is creative and it is kind of funny because of where it comes from. So basically it is... I think... Yeah, you want I think I can define this one. Yes, I think I remember because you've told me this many times and I always fuck it up. Yeah. (laughs) Um, It's like the American 
um, conversion would be like butterface. Yeah, but yeah. why? Tell me why. Because it's a something scroll. about like a shrimp, you like take that end off or something. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. So, um, so we don't up, say y'all. shrimps. We say prawns. I don't know if they're different, but anyway, when when you eat prawns, um, typically in Australia, like you eat them boiled with like a special sauce, and the way in which you eat them is you rip off the head. So, it's so messed it's up. Face. It is messed up, but it is kind of creative. Yeah, I mean, good for them for thinking of um, creative ways to insult someone. Yeah, Jesus. to be disgusting to women. Yeah. Um, anyway, so we talked a little bit about your favorite movies, Wolf of Wall Street, and we love mm-hmm. Harry Potter, obviously. Mm-hmm. Talia also introduced me to a Harry Potter podcast. Oh, so good. Um, which I still have, like, barely listened to. Um, favorite movie star? I mean, Margot Robbie. Yeah, obviously. Can I say some TV stars? Yeah, you can say stars you love. Phoebe Waller-Bridge and Jodie Comer. Oh, yes. Oh, I'm obsessed. Speaking of accents, Jodie Comer, (laughs) the queen of accents. How dare she have a Liverpool accent after all of those? I was like, amazing. I think it's adorable, though. I love it on her. Addicted. When she accepted her Emmy and started speaking in a Liverpool accent, I was like, you have got to be kidding me. So cute. I think she's the best. Crazy. I could Mm. not believe. And she speaks all those languages, and I I love that she didn't speak a single, she doesn't speak a single language. Yeah. um, Other than English. And we're, of course, talking about her um, transformative performance in Killing Eve. Um, if you guys have not watched that, it is a yeah. masterclass in acting. Oh, absolutely. Um, She's so good. So good. And um, of course, Phoebe. I'm me and Talia are both addicted to Fleabag. So sharp, so witty. It's just like, there's no one like her. Mm. Um, and Taylor said Phoebe as well. <laughs> good. Um, yeah. Um, as you guys know, mine are, you know, Kate Blanchett. Mm. I love a Christian Bale. Um, but you've heard me talk about those before, listeners. Um, so Talia appropriately brought which movie today we are talking about muriel's wedding yes yes which came out uh two years on no one year before i was born right 1994 yes it premiered in australia in 1994 um and one year after i was born actually Mm -hmm. in september the same month amazing um and then it had its american debut in about, I think it was March of 1995. Oh, yeah. Um, and fun fact, Colette, um, Tony Collette is from not very far away from where I was born. Yes. Um, as this podcast unfolds, you guys will hear a lot of strange coincidences um, between Talia and this movie and Tony <laughs> Collette and her mother. We'll get into that story. Um, so we thought it was only appropriate that we did Muriel's Wedding. Um, just as like a little download, Muriel's Wedding, um, like we were mentioning, was released in 1994 in Australia after premiering at Toronto Film Festival. Um, it made its uh, stateside debut in 1995. It was directed and written by PJ Hogan. And it, of course, stars one of our faves, Miss Tony Collette um, and Rachel Griffiths and Bill Hunter. Um, it went on to be like a huge defining moment for Australian cinema, a big moment for Toni Collette, who has spoken about how she was serving pizzas before this role, like, really shot her into stardom. And um, we're just going to talk about, like, some of our favorite moments, our time watching it together, um, talk about its awards report card, as I love to do. Um, And obviously, we can't talk about this movie without talking about ABBA. Um, So why don't we just start from the beginning? Yeah. Yeah. so we open on Muriel. She lives in the fictional town of Porpoise Pit. Is that what it no, is? No, Porpoise, Porpoise Spit. 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 That's right. That's yes. Right. For those who don't know, a spit is like um where the, how the sand either forms or is formed man-made, but 
it's like um, a, a sand forming that leads to the ocean. It's not that exciting. I don't think I knew that. I think I'm learning I'm this. sure I told you. Probably when you watched <laughs> it. We were like so on cloud nine over the costumes that like I barely remember. Mm-hmm. Which um, look like you've gone down to 34th Street and collected fully. fantastic plastic jewels and yes. sequins. Yeah. Chunky costume jewelry. Yeah. Um, pre-sequined fabric. Scrunchies. It is. Oh, scrunchies. That and movie... all of the monochromatic looks. And don't get us wrong. It is perfect. Oh, so um, good deliciously it looks like party city threw up on that set (laughs) it is delicious um what's your favorite part of this movie oh it's so hard to narrow down one um i love i think we share a favorite scene for sure yeah i i do i love that um she runs away from this small town in Queensland to go to Sydney. I mean, it's not unlike what I did, really. I ran away from the exact same city yeah, yeah. that's not the, the real version rather than the fictional version. But instead of Sydney, I came to New York City. Um, and she is just so ridiculously... She does all these things that you, you would want to hate her, but she's still so lovable yeah. at the same time. But in terms of favorite scene, one of them is um, when they're all at the the bar and they are having drinks and what's the name of that island they go to uh, hibiscus island hibiscus island yeah and they're talking about how they're going to go to hibiscus Hibiscus island Island? and um go on go on a holiday together because they can't go on um my life is one final fling after another oh god so good (laughs) but um how they cast her out they're, they're telling her that, that it, she's not good enough to be friends with Right. Them they anymore. being the like popular girls that the popular pretty Muriel girls thinks she's with friends with. The fantastic tens. Yeah. And um, yeah, they're, they're casting her out of the group. And then one girl says, Stop! Let her finish her orgasm first. Oh, yes. Which is, of course, referring to the delicious uh, drink she has. Yeah, her like sex on a beach esque yeah. drink. Yeah, I love that scene too. Um, and then my favorite scene, which is like right after that, is when. Um, we see the reunion of Rhonda and Muriel. Um, reunion is like a lightly used word because they weren't really friends in high school, but they went to school together. Um, and I love how um, Rhonda's like, I'm on to you. She's like, she thinks that um, she thinks that Tony Collette's character, Muriel, is about to um, get married. Um, and so she thinks she's come to this island like without a ring on, without a man to have one final hurrah um as she says and she's like oh stick with me um my life is one final fling after another and she's like you're wicked i'm obsessed with that i'm wicked too yeah (laughs) and yeah and following up after that when she sticks it to tanya which is a ridiculous way to pronounce tanya but (laughs) um and she says um, you can stick your drink. You can stick your drink up your ass because I'd rather swallow razor blades than have a drink with you. Yes, <laughs> yes, I love that. So no. that whole scene, and then that like bleeds into the um, Waterloo like dancing scene oh, where iconic. The outfit that they put Tony Collette in is unforgivable. Unforgivable, but also amazing. Amazing, <laughs> right? Um, it's like full Mamma Mia before there was Mamma Mia. It's like ridiculous amount of spandex, but also flares. It is like bedazzled spandex with bell bottoms. Is basically mm-hmm. what it is. I also um, just found a quote that kind of sums up the whole movie. Do you remember her sister? How she was just kind of monotone. Yes. And she had that kind of Australian bogan accent, which mm-hmm. is so typical of Queensland. And for you American listeners, bogan would be like redneck. <laughs> yeah, it's like redneck. Or like if you go to England and they say shav, it's kind of like 
Uh, do they have a very thick accent? Yeah, non-urban. N- yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, and she just comes in the door and she's like, you're terrible, Muriel. Oh, yes, 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 yes. And Tony Collette talks about how um, that um, that and I See Dead People like followed her around for like decades. People would just come up and just oh say God. those quotes at her. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I was watching an interview... Um, well, first I was listening to a podcast with John Early, who has like a comedian, John Early, that I love. He's like famously obsessed with Tony Collette. Um, and he did an interview for A24 with her. Um, and she was talking about how they were talking about how this movie has like a huge gay following. And it's so obvious why. It's like scored by ABBA, basically. Um, the costumes, as we mentioned. And then Tony just has like, I don't know what it is. She's just like such a she's become such a gay icon yeah it's like the sincerity and authenticity yeah. that she has yeah. and she's just so fully herself and so lovable yeah it's it, you mentioned this earlier like how she keeps doing stupid things but like you can't help but love her mm. it's almost fleabag-esque in that the main yeah, character yeah, does exactly. all these terrible yeah. things and you can't help but love them because like she's real mm. like that's what it is like her the whole thing of this movie is like she has no self-confidence and relies on like getting validation from a marriage essentially like she's like i'm gonna get married and i know that's when i'm gonna be successful because that's when the old me will have died basically yeah. is like that iconic like wedding dress scene where ronda finds her that's basically like what that scene boils down to so totally and then that that really amazing quote where she says that since she's moved to sydney with ronda you know she does she hasn't listened to a single appa song because her life is like an abba song. oh yeah that, that first of all australians are obsessed with abba which oh this is a point that i really wanted to bring up as well the fact that she is listening and so obsessed with abba in the 90s when abba was so prevalent like a decade or two before <laughs> is so australian of that time like up until recently where the internet has kind of you know blurred the lines between Australia and the rest of the world in terms of getting like pop culture. Sure. We were just so behind in anything that came out. I remember when movies would come out and we would have to wait six months to a year uh-huh. or maybe just never get the movie and yeah. like for it to even come to the cinema, which is why Australians are notorious for being the worst for pirating movies. Did you know oh, that? Oh no, I did not. Yeah, because nothing got to Australia for so long. So people just took it into their own hands. It's yeah. terrible. But now I think that that's why if something comes out in America, it, pretty, it comes out in Australia not long after anymore. Yeah, yeah. And it, social media, of course, is like connected yeah. the world in ways that Absolutely. were not around when this movie came out. 1994. Um, what was I going to say about um, my favorite part? And that, yeah, that wraps it up. Basically, like, that whole um, mm-hmm. island getaway is so amazing. Oh, yeah. I, I actually took some notes of, like, some little... Um, I'm going to save one of them for later. But some little Australian references that you okay. may not kind of understand. Yes, school us, sis. Um, the first one is Chook. The fact that oh, there's yeah. a character yes. called Chook. So, the, so um, for those of you who haven't seen it, spoiler alert. Well, first of all... <laughs> this is so not a spoiler. This is not, not a spoiler because you're 26 years behind. Yeah. Um, it opens with um, them at a wedding. And one of the, like, popular mean girls is marrying a guy named Chook. Not Chuck, Chook. Yes. So, as so, you were saying, Tom. Absolutely. So, Chook is um, what you would say as a, it, like, it's just another word for chicken. You, mm. you might use it affectionately with, like, little kids. You're like, hey, Chook, how are you? Um, and it's just so Australian to just have a nickname that is nothing like your actual name. 
like I can't even think of some some other ones. I, I don't know. Like there, there's the classic ones like Sharon to Shazza, ba- like Barry to Bazza. But there's also things that like you will never know someone's real name, and you would just totally find with calling them Chook for their whole life. Interesting. Yeah, that's just a, one Australian thing. So that you I guys heard it here first. Margot Robbie. She went by Chook Robbie for <laughs> <laughs> many years of her life. Yeah, she doesn't talk about that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Um, she's buried that oh yeah I would um, she then when they talk about going to Bali I don't know it just made me laugh because it's just like you're either when you're in Australia like particularly the east coast for example your holidays are limited to like up the coast down the coast or Bali it's just those very few places that yeah. you go and it's cheap and I yeah. know, it was just kind of funny um, and then when do you remember when they're in Tony and Rhonda's Sydney apartment and she has yes. the, the guy the sailors over, over? yeah no, not just oh. the, the sailors were over but they weren't in this scene it was when she had the guy that she met at the movie oh yes yes yes, um, yes, yes, yes. movie rental Muriel's with her yes yes this is the scene that then leads into Rhonda becoming a paraplegic like out of nowhere <laughs> yeah or a, absolutely um, which was shocking yeah paraplegic yeah um and she just offers some Tim Tams I know oh it's just love a nice that little <laughs> and it, like um Tim Tams I'm trying to think of an and like an American reference, 13 going on 30, when um, she offers him razzles. That would be like the... Oh, the, um, yeah. Probably the uh, American pop culture. That also um, has Tony Collette. Oh, wait, no. Is she in that? I, wait, I got you... No, I got it mixed up with In Her Shoes for some reason. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't... If Tony Collette is in 13 going on 30, no, she's not. I have I'm been sorry. blind this whole time. <laughs> no. Um, that might be a film we discuss on this podcast. Mm, it should be. Hint, hint. Mm. Um... And what about your least favorite part? Mm, I mean, whenever she does something horrible to yeah. her, like her, when she took the checks from her mother, that yeah. was pretty horrific. You're like, and, come on, sis. Oh, when, yeah. And when her mother calls, uh, she finally calls home and her sister answers and then she says, oh, mom wants to talk to you. And then her mom gets on the phone and she says, oh, may- maybe it was a mistake or maybe, you know, Maybe I wrote the incorrect number. And she goes, Mom, they were blank. I took it. I took the money. And her mom just doesn't want to believe it. And she goes, yeah. oh, maybe you did. Yeah, I would say, like, all of my, like, least favorite moments aren't because because they don't, like, serve the plot or anything, but because I'm, like, just so sad. Yeah, like, <laughs> This is truly the saddest comedy I've ever seen. Yeah, when she um, hurts, like, Rhonda. Oh, yeah. You can't hurt Rhonda. And I wish that the mom didn't commit suicide. Mm, yeah, I was so sad that for that really part. That was really horrible. Um, and that she like missed the wedding and mm, that yeah, poor that mom really character is just like, oof. So yeah, that, that's those are my least favorite parts too. Yeah, and that that is kind of, that's another kind of Australian reference. I'm sure that there's like definitely things you can kind of compare that to um, in the US, but it's just like very common for like a very old school, like living in not an urban area family for the wife to just be very like submissive and the yeah. husband to be, yeah, you know, how he is. Yeah. That, um, was, that was America until like, yeah, he, he was very um, Trumpy. Remember how he had his, um, his slogan? Oh yes. He which was, was like a little bit Trump-esque. Um, and he, um, is like a corrupt politician. Basically. That's yeah, like he his takes like bribes and he yeah. blames it on, um, on Muriel because she's, took that money but you didn't have to you know take the bribes that's right she's not perfect but neither is he um yeah you you can't stop progress that doesn't that sound a little oh yeah yeah yikes yeah so (laughs) here we go um muriel's wedding y'all it holds up (laughs) yeah it's it's, it's timeless yeah um and then um 
looking at sort of like how it did like around the world, right? Like um, it really made an impact like in terms of like its awards report card. Tony ended up getting nominated for Golden Globe. Um, and maybe she would have been nominated for an Oscar if they weren't so like notoriously genre biased against yeah. um, comedies and horror movies. Yeah. But that being said, Tony did go on to be one of the only people nominated for a horror movie. She got a nomination for Sixth Sense for the, at the Oscars some years later. Anyway, um, PJ Hogan was nominated for a BAFTA for original screenplay. Mm. Um, and then where it really made its mark was at the AACTA Awards, which is like the Australian version of the Oscar. It was nominated for 11 of those um, and ended up winning um, Best Actress for Tony Collette, Best Supporting Actress for Rachel Griffiths, and Best Sound. Oh, that's, yeah, um, that's good. And it was nominated for like a million other things. Like the woman who played the mom, Jeannie Drynan, she was nominated for a supporting actress as well, rightfully. Bill mm-hmm. Hunter, who plays the dad, he was nominated for a best actor, which, yeah, rightful because he is really good, he despite good. the fact that he's a fucking yeah. asshole. Yeah. Um, best direction, best screenplay, best production design, and best costume design, which is, you know, our personal favorite part. Um, I just thought of another Australian reference of Tell like me. that time. It's just, um, you know how they, they always go to a Chinese restaurant? Yes. Like the classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like family style. Run down. Like, yeah. yeah, like with the, the lazy Susan in the middle. Yeah. It's like they think they're being cultured because they're eating Chinese food, but it's really like all they eat when they're not at home. Yeah. Eating like sausages and mashed potato and beans. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, they, I mean, that's very much like where I come from too. It's right. like you think you're being cultured because you're eating Chinese yeah, food. Yeah, and it's like watered down Chinese food. Yeah, <laughs> it's like Chinese food made by Americans. Yeah. Um, one of my other favorite parts is the final sequence, which will lead us beautifully into oh. your connections to this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the final sequence when they go back to Sydney together and Dancing Queen starts playing and um, Rhonda insults, or Mariel inserts, one of them inserts one of the popular girls, and she comes out and she's like, um, you can't say that to me, I'm beautiful. I'm and beautiful. Like, and she has like the most <laughs> ugly face on, which oh, is like beautiful irony. and it's so funny, because she's so stunning visually. Yeah. She's got this beautiful tan skin, and her blonde hair, yeah, and her, her green blue bangs, eyes. Yeah. And she just um, pulls this hideous face while yes. she yells bogan, like, like she she yells beautiful like such a bogan yeah it's beautiful i love that and then um as they drive away i was is when so talia shocked. was started freaking out because she was freaking like oh out. my god yeah i had suspicions that it was yes, go, it looked go, very familiar yeah it was looking so familiar i was like oh maybe it's just because a lot of um kind of smaller cities or towns in australia are along the coast and they all kind of look similar yeah but no it's from it's all filmed in the gold coast all of pauper spit is the gold coast which is where i grew up most of my life and it's so crazy like it's it drives past places that i used to go regularly like once a week and then it drives past the Pines Shopping Center and anyone that's lived in the Gold Coast just knows that it's just like the most run-down shopping center that you've ever seen. And it's just so and funny Tony's to like, see. Tony's like, buy mall. Yeah, yeah, what it looks like in, in the 90s. Um, and not that different. And then mm. we come to find out in the very last shot, pretty much, they drive by the building you met your now boyfriend in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember saying, I was like, that's where I met Kevin. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, um, yeah, we... Was, we literally rewound it heads. and like paused it. Yeah, paused it, took a photo of it, sent it to him. It's yeah, where both of our best friend lived in um in Coolangatta, the Gold Coast, which is a really beautiful area, but it's just so crazy that they drive past it. Freaked out, really personal place and moment. Um 
Yeah, and it's in Muriel's wedding. Yeah, and the whole time you were like, I feel like I recognize a lot of these places. And then at the very end, you were like, oh my God. Yeah, it was confirmed, (laughs) locked and loaded. And I know some of the other um, locations that they shoot in are like Main Beach, which is like, it connects to Surfers Paradise. And I lived in Surfers Paradise and used to work there. So Yeah, um, it's filmed like um, in Gold Coast. Mm, um, Early Heads, I think, they film a lot in. um, They filmed in... um, uh, so the uh, like actual town of Porpoise Pit is Tweed Heads. Yeah. Familiar? Yeah. Yeah. D- is that what you just said? Uh, I don't know if I did, but okay, that, that's <laughs> so like, calling Gata connects that. to Tweed's Head. Okay, gotcha. Tweed, Tweed's Head is in um, it's right over the border, which is so it's technically New South Wales, and then okay. everything else is in the Gold Coast. Yeah. Which um, is in I was like writing down like where they were filmed to see if you recognize any of them. Mm. Um, it was like uh, Moreton Island. Morton Island. Okay. Yeah. Morton. That's that must be Hibiscus Island. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um. Uh. Darlinghurst. Uh. In Sydney. Okay. The Gold Coast, obviously. Mm-hmm. Parramatta. Pa- oh my God, Parramatta. Parramatta. Parramatta is where I I used to I was kind of was I born in Parramatta? Westmead Hospital is it in Parramatta? I grew up in Parramatta, basically. <laughs> Any Australians listening? Chime in. Parramatta. <laughs> is that where the hospital is? <laughs> yeah, um, it's not Ke- the yeah, Kensington. Uh, I'm assuming that's in Sydney. Okay. And Surfer's Paradise. Which is where I lived. Oh my God. Yeah. So crazy. Lived and, and then worked. Sydney. Yeah. Um, and then we come to find out that your mother was it's an extra. Extra in it. How dare she not tell me? I know. Literally. So, um, Tolly and I have been friends for probably like two years now-ish. Mm. Um, and w- like our immediate connection was on like, Australian pop culture, you know, like Kath and Kim and Jermaine Private School Chris Girl. Lily. And um, just recently, we found out that her mom was an extra in Muriel's wedding. Uh, this scene was eventually cut, I guess. Yeah, but, um, I don't think that we can see her in it, but she was on set. She was yeah. there, saw it all. And we never knew. Yeah, she never told me. And also, um, wasn't there, didn't your, so your brother called while we were watching it, I think. Yeah, and, and I, there, I like, wanted you to hear of... his accent because yeah, it's wasn't ridiculous. Because there... <laughs> he... But wasn't there some sort of... Didn't you say something to him where you were like, oh, no, I think you were just telling him that your mom was in it. Maybe. And he was like, oh, cool. Yeah, Meanwhile, he, maybe I don't you think were, he like, even knows what the movie out. is. But yeah, he used to have a similar accent to mine. Um, and my mother has a very soft Kiwi accent because she's been in Australia since before I was born. Mm-hmm. And we, we all just have very soft kind of accent and then he had the same one and then he got a job in construction and now it's like this irreversible damage where he sounds like a complete (laughs) bogan that has at least one beer a day and we're like you don't even sound like you're part of this family (laughs) um it's very um emily blunt's daughter yes water water. (laughs) or water yeah yeah exactly Um, which is I, i fear i have for my future children yeah that is um we're referencing a what, what are we referencing? A Jimmy I think Fallon it's a Jimmy Kimmel or Jimmy, or Jimmy Fallon yeah. uh, interview With where Emily she's Blunt. talking about yeah. her kids having an American or a, or a British accent. Yeah. Because um, she is famously married to one John Krasinski. Yeah. Um, and do you know James Corden's kids like switch in and out of their American and British accent? Oh, do they? Yeah. So apparently two... Who is he married to? Oh, no idea. Just think... Just like a his civilian. Wife. Yeah. <laughs> his lovely wife. Um, he, yeah. Apparently at home... His son will talk to him in his British accent, but the second that his friends are over, he switches into. Oh my god! Yeah, he'd be like, "Hey, Dad, can we go out and play in the in the um in the backyard? Um, what did he say? In the backyard or something like that? No, what? 
I don't do know. You... I don't I haven't seen that. Oh yeah, we call it the backyard. No, you guys call it the the backyard, but I'm trying to think of what British people call it. In the garden. Oh, in the garden. In the garden, of course. How can I forget? Um, in the garden. And then he's like, yeah, yeah, of course you can. He goes, and then he like turns to his friend and he's like, yeah, we can go out in the yard. <laughs> oh, oh my God. That's amazing. Yeah, that's so like, cute. um, um, uh, like garage. Yeah. Like we say a, garage. Yeah. Or like if you're from really in the middle of nowhere, like I am, people say garage. Yeah. I have a pet peeve <sighs> of the American accent where sometimes there'll be like a, a two syllable word with R in the middle and, and Americans refuse to pronounce the second syllable. Two examples are like mirror and squirrel. Mirror. Oh my god. Mirror. Squirrel. 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 Why are you making a two-syllable word a one-syllable word? Oh my. Oh wow. Mm. Okay, my wig has been snatched. Yes, you have. Um, there was something else we were talking about that once. Oh, there's another great story about your accent with the um, grilled cheese. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> Please it tell that one as often. well. Often. Yeah. There's. There's like two related to food. The first, the, the first one is the grilled cheese one. Yeah, whenever I am a little bit hungover under the weather, whatever you might call it, I love just a grilled cheese with tomatoes. And in Australia, I would say cheese toasty with tomatoes. I understand I can't say cheese toasty here. However, the saying is literally tomato, tomato. It means the same thing. So I refuse to believe that when I say, can I please have a grilled cheese with tomatoes that you don't know what that means right and people will go what what i'm sorry what and i'm like grilled cheese with tomatoes and they go, oh yeah of course you can have that i'm and like i like, know yeah you're like truly the, there's one vowel sound difference yeah I, I love that story too um a toast a cheese toasty yeah that's cheese great because you toast it yeah of course yeah. of course <laughs> um so yeah i mean the thing i love so much about this movie is like mm. It really is, like, her journey to, like, self-love. Mm, yeah. Because um, so much of it is, like, I'll only um, be loved once a man loves me. Yeah. Um, and she goes so far as to, like, set up that fake wedding. And she's totally okay with it being a fake wedding as long as right. it's a wedding. Because she can, like, project this image of, like, I'm married. Yeah. Someone loves me. Um, that she means validation I'm, I'm from different. others. Exactly. she can love herself. And then in the end, she's, like, um, which, by the way, she marries this guy who's supposed to be from South Africa, but he's yeah, Australian and his, his, his bad accent, accent is horrible. Yeah. Um, I feel like back then, like they Steve would have had to Africa. either go to South Africa, fly someone from South Africa over because they wouldn't have had like YouTube to That's true. Yeah. But accent. I mean like accent coaches. <laughs> oh, I know they should have, <laughs> Listen, they could have done better. If Meryl Streep could just, do yeah, I, Polish I, or whatever she's doing in Sophie's Choice oh, absolutely. in 19... 19- 80 or yeah, whatever there's it was. no excuse. They, they could have got guy, I mean, come on. They mm-hmm. basically were like, let's just get someone who looks like a blonde Olympic swimmer and yeah. hope he can speak with them. Like, why? They should have just... Oh, I. It, the plot point is um, he's trying to get Australian residency. Yeah. That's why they have so to So maybe like, they could argue that he's been there for a long time. Sure, 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 sure. Um, but um, yeah, it was just like a little indie hit about like a girl's, you know... Um, Journey to Self-Love that had like a $9 million budget and ended up grossing almost $60 million. Do you remember the part where they're in the Chinese restaurant and then they, the dad, Muriel's dad acts, um, acts so surprised to see Deidre. Deidre? Deidre? Oh, the... They're like, oh my God, Deidre, you're here. What a coincidence. And then she sits down and she's like, are you with Deidre? Oh, yes. Like, did you leave mom for Deidre? Yes. And he's like... And yes. she says yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Oof, really? yeah, that is. 
oh, that's rough. Um, but so good the way that they like theatrically oh, tried yeah. to make it look like a coincidence. Oh yeah, that I mean, this is a drag movie first and foremost. Mm. Like it is, everyone <laughs> is doing drag the whole time. Beautiful. They are like um, blown out character like character versions, mm. but like living their truth. So like that's why I think I think that's why it's so beloved and like it holds up because it is so ridiculous, but so ridiculous, so truthful at the same time. Mm. And, like, really, the, like, so much of the heart, of course, comes from Muriel, but, like, Rhonda, too. Oh, Rhonda is such, like, a hero in this. Like, she is, like, sex positive, super sex positive. You know, she doesn't shame herself for whoever she wants to sleep with. She is, like, a pioneer of, like, true friendship with women. Yeah. I love it. Love, 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 love. she's so tragic, but so funny. I know. It's that, like that plot point of her suddenly being in a wheelchair is so out of nowhere. I was like, what? Yeah, she's like, I've got cancer. <laughs> yeah. It's like, whoa. Um, and then, then she like, um, she makes up, of course, Muriel makes up all these rumors like, oh yeah. Or not rumors. Um, lies. Excuses. Like, um, yeah, my roommate's in a coma. Like, oh. da, 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 da. and then in she comes and then, and then thus the um, famous wedding dress scene begins oh. where she corners her in the, the store. And Tony has that beautiful moment of like, I just want to you know lay this old muriel to rest blah, yeah. blah 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 she's mario now i hate her i hate her yeah um, which is so devastating but also amazing and sort of the beginning of the second um act of the movie where like she you know tells the guy that she doesn't really love him and she wants more for herself and eventually um goes back to Porpoise pit but then um returns to sydney with Rhonda. yeah with Rhonda. Rhonda. um but yeah, I love I, it the, the wedding how Rhonda's like I'm not dead Cheryl yeah I love that too <laughs> I forgot about that don't part. want to be like felt sorry for yeah she's like I'm right here <laughs> um yeah it's like um such a fun audible comedy with such a good soundtrack mm. I mean the ABBA sequences alone are so good amazing um but yeah did you have anything else you wanted to add about it mm, just that it's the shame that I waited 24 years. <laughs> I know. Watch it. I can't Outrageous. believe neither of us had seen it. Um, yeah, I feel like a criminal against my own culture. It's so good. It's so good. And now I'm like, of course, making everyone watch it. Mm. Um, so then, like, the final little bit I like to do is um, if you liked this, then you'll love this. Oh. Um, which is like, you know, other movies or things you might love if you liked Mariel's Wedding. Oh, that's so tough. Um, You've already prepared one. I think I have some. Okay. Do um, tell. In terms of, um, like, um, like feel, I guess, um, in terms of like, like dark, that like dark comedy type feel, um, I actually really think it is sort of familiar to Juno, which I have Mm. said is my favorite movie of all time. And, you know, is the name, the namesake of this podcast. Um, and then if you love like, um, uh, Australian or Kiwi, um, the, those elements of it, like the cultural elements, mm. it actually is kind of similar in feel and tone to Boy, Taika Waititi's movie. Sure, yeah. Um, I, would, I haven't even, I haven't seen it, but mm-hmm. I would guess that if you like that aspect, it would, you'd want to watch Priscilla's. Priscilla, Priscilla yes. It's very, um, oh, that's a great answer. Um, Priscilla is in the same vein of like people on a, 
you know, journey for self-love and drag um, icon. <laughs> drag. I mean, it is talk about a drag movie. That <laughs> is a drag movie. Um, and it has some of the greatest lines of all time. Um, I'm literally uh, cut to me watching that movie, texting Talia being like, what could Please this possibly translate. mean? Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, another one, if you on boy is, is hunt for the wealthy people. Which yes. So that would be another Taika Waititi movie. Um, fantastic in terms of like feel and yeah it's got um, sam neill in it so it's you know a bit of star power yes a bit of australian yeah. star power was, he's basically his character in that movie is exactly what my granddad from new zealand is like by the way love that just like lives in the bush with and like hunts and you know doesn't really speak to anyone <laughs> I, i'm obsessed with that yeah um i'm trying to think of um i feel like i had another um uh like dark Mm, rom-com feeling movie but of course didn't write it down but if i think of it i'll shout it out or put in the notes of this episode um but all in all love this movie so good love the feel love the tone love the the balancing act of course love the visuals so there's so many colors it's like a feminist movie before feminist movies yes it really is um despite the fact that all she wants to do is get married. Yeah. Um, but, but then, then she by kind the of end, realizes like, that Yeah, she's like specific. celebrating. Yeah, she's celebrating female friendship. And she's mm. like, I don't need to be doing this. Um, yeah. Oh, and I love that she works in a video store. Yeah, I love that. Love that. Yeah. And video stores make, I feel like it makes such a good, um, it makes such a good uh, background to like yeah. film. Like the cinematography in the store is so colorful and lively and I love it. Um, anyway... Talia, thank you so much you. for joining me on this episode about it's um, a pleasure. Uh, about Miss Muriel's wedding. It's an honor to be your resident Australian correspondent. Oh, yes, of course. And you know, listener, that Miss Talia will be back for more. Yay! Um, we already have some plans maybe for a little um, deep dive into Mr. Taika, so, yes. who we mentioned quite a few times on this podcast episode. Um, a little little Australian twang at the end. Yes. Um, oh, Kim, Kim, Captain Kim. Yes. Actually, oh that's something you, you should recommend if, yes, if yes. you're really into like Australian culture. It's yeah. very exaggerated, but and fun. It is also drag. Also like, drag culture. It is, yeah. Um, so good. Also, um, of course, Summer High. Oh, Summer. High if you love Australian anything, comedy, Chris Lilly. Yeah, Chris Lilly. But that's his prime. Yeah, he might have um he might have um fallen off the deep end with lunatics, but um. <laughs> um which Somewhere. is partly filmed in the Gold Coast, which is mental, is, by the way. Oh my god, that's right, it yeah, is. Yeah, there's like a few things that are like uncomfortable for me to watch because it reminds me It's like, it's too, too close, much. yeah. It's too close to home, yeah. you know? Oh, I remember you telling me yeah, that, being like, like, oh a, no. Yeah, it's like, that's kind of why I left the city, but... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But it's really fun. Um, but yeah, um, thank you so much for joining me. Absolutely, anytime. And thank you everyone for listening. Um, Talia will be back. I'll be back. Um, and give us a like, subscribe, rate, you know, the whole deal. I have to be a little bitch about that at some point. Put the plug in. Yeah, I gotta put the plug in. Um, thank you so much. Bye. Ciao.